All right, welcome back to a special episode of the Inside Columbia Basketball Podcast. I am your host, Kyle Matrician, and I am joined, as always, or most of the time, 95% of the time, 95. by my co-host, Megan Rojas. Kyle. Uh, and this week, Rojas, we are on the road. We're taking the pod on the road. We are in Providence, Rhode Island, as the women's basketball team gets set to play Brown tonight at... 6 p.m. Six. And then Yale and New Haven Saturday night at 4, Saturday afternoon at mm-hmm. 4 p.m. A little bit of different game times. We normally do 7 and 5, but this weekend, uh, make sure you tune in at 6 and 4. And joining us this week in Providence, uh, very nice of her to do this the morning of a game day. In Lincoln Studio. In the Lincoln Studio <laughs> of the Marriott Hotel in Providence, Rhode Island, is none other than the... I'll just put it out there right now. The USBWA National Freshman of the Week, Abby Shu. Abby, uh, first of all, congratulations on, like, that's a huge award. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Can we cut that? <laughs> I don't think we will. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so congratulations on that. And uh, how's it going? I mean, besides, you know, teams four and four right now. Uh, t- every game from this point on is obviously a big game, uh, including tonight against Brown. Uh, how was the ride up yesterday? Um, it was nice. Um, I slept majority of the way, and usually I don't sleep on the buses, so, wow. you know, good start. And, yeah, I think we're excited heading into this weekend. All right, first thing we're going to do is talk a little bit of basketball. Uh, we're going to start with last weekend, the Lions' first Ivy League weekend sweep since 2011. Beat Dartmouth Friday at home, 73-63. Not our best game, but we pulled out the win regardless. Pulled it out. But then Saturday, I would say one of the best games of the season, an 89-64 victory over Harvard, like I said before, to complete the weekend sweep. And, Abby, you had, I mean, a career game. Your very young career so far. Mm-hmm. Only about t- only 21 games into it, but 31 points, 11 of 15 shooting, six of nine from three for the second weekend in a row. I think the weekend before that you were also six of nine when you scored 28 against Penn. Um, so I mean, just talk us through for the listeners. I mean, the mood maybe in the locker room or you know what does that do for you guys to get that weekend sweep, get two wins, and like how does that build your momentum heading into this week? Well, we were excited. Um I think it also set the tone for practice. Uh, we had a great week of practice, and, you know, we're ready for this weekend. So who was the – Who can you uh, talk about the edge players of the week this week? So this week, Sienna and Jay were edge players of the week. Um, so even though the way our edge thing works yeah, yeah, different stats. different stats that aren't box scores. So first of all, I would just like to point out how impressive that was that he just reamed off your stats like that. That's me. I wasn't looking at the computer. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> um, but our edge edge player of the week um, is like this, I guess, algorithm that we have that has nothing to do with box score. So it was Janaya and Sienna this week. So they were walking around in a gold T-shirt, um, which you've won before, right? Yeah. yeah. You've definitely had you've it. You've definitely. You've, you've, yeah. But, Sien- I mean, Sienna and Jay, also stat-wise, I mean, I know the edge stats – aren't necessarily box score, but in yeah. the box score, Jay had 19 points in the Friday win against Dartmouth. You had 19 points. Sienna had 16 points. And then Saturday, uh, I know Sienna had 20 points. I think she was 7 of 11. She 
I think it was her, her ninth. Oh, I'm just going to keep rolling off stats. Her oh, ninth 20-point no. <laughs> game of her career. Um, Jay really helped us on Friday. Yes. Um, she. I mean, we can talk about it a little bit. Yeah, she wasn't feeling great. She, she had her Michael Jordan flu game. Yeah. And <laughs> she was not feeling too hot, and she pulled it out, and it was pretty impressive. It was. Yeah. So, I mean, she didn't. She was at shoot-around, but when I, when I saw her at shoot-around, I was like, oh, boy. I mean, how much did that motivate you guys to, to see the performance? Because you guys knew Jay wasn't feeling well. Mm -hmm. To see the performance that she gave Friday night when the team didn't have their best game, but for her to do that when she wasn't feeling well scoring 19 points, like, what did that do for you guys on Saturday? Like, because she, she only played – I think she got in the game for, like, a minute on Saturday because she wasn't feeling great. Right. She just couldn't do it. But, I mean, did that inspire the team at all, like Jay's performance from Friday? Yeah, I think so. I think it motivated us, and um, we just wanted to get the win for her and played hard for her. So what what was the vibe going into? So Friday we didn't play too hot, but we pulled it out, which we've done in the past. Um, what was the vibe going into Saturday's game where we won, we didn't play great, but we knew that we had to kind of forget about it and move forward? Um, I think it was like exactly that. Like we knew we had to step our game up, even though um, Friday was a win. It wasn't like satisfying, I guess, because mm -hmm. um, yeah. we know we could play better. So I think just proving to ourselves how we could play Saturday was a big deal. And then you started Saturday's game. I want like three for three, maybe. Kyle, stat man. Oh, stat man. Uh, I think you only missed like one shot in the first half. You had oh, – now, now I'm back. You had 12 points at the end of the first quarter. Right. I remember that. And you had 20 at the half. Uh, and then, you know, we, we were we were up 26 at halftime, something like that. Um, and then, you know, we just kind of like maintained that lead, mm -hmm. which, which is an important thing to do because last year against Harvard, it was not the same exact situation, but it was a similar situation mm -hmm. where we went on a huge run in the first quarter, like a 22 nothing run after they scored the first basket. We scored 22 in a row to be up 22 to two at the end of the first quarter. And we were up big at halftime, but it was like 15 or 18 or something like that. And then they came all the way back. I think they got it to within like a three or four point game at one yeah. point before we wound up winning by 10. But it was a different story this year. And I maybe that speaks to some of the the veterans on the team who were in that situation last year. Mm -hmm. uh, but all, I mean, I don't know how where you were of that because obviously you weren't on the team last year. But I'm sure you were following it along, following along a little bit. But when you're up so big at halftime what, like, how do you, do you tell yourself when you come out for the second half, like, we got to play like this is a, like, the start of the game, yeah. you know, you don't want to think about playing with a 26-point lead. Yeah, we talk about that in halftime, um, even before coach comes in the room, like, we have to stay composed, because there's been times where we've been up, and, you know, we get a little complacent, so we just make sure we're, like, getting out of that habit, and, just, you know, all gas, no brakes, it's like, <laughs> what I like to say, there you go. So, I'm going to out your stats a little bit more here about the Harvard game. 31 points was the second most ever scored by a freshman in Columbia women's basketball history. Tori Oliver back oh. in 2014 as a freshman Tori Oliver. against Dartmouth scored 33, wow. which is like eight, I think it's like seventh or eighth all time for a single game. Interesting. Um, I mean, I'm sure you had like no awareness of that while you were playing yeah. at all. And I wouldn't expect, <laughs> I wouldn't expect <laughs> you to. Um, but did you know when in the fourth quarter, like 
do you know like how many points you necessarily have in a game? I mean, obviously your focus is on winning the game as a team, but I, mean, I know we have like the little stat board that's like up on the side wall mm -hmm. there that shows like points and fouls. Like, are you aware of like exactly how many points you have, or do you just know like I'm having a good game? It's um, well, at halftime I usually know because well, at halftime, especially during the Harvard game, um, people were telling me, "Oh, you have 20 points or whatever." So I knew then, but usually, yeah, I don't really, I don't like tally them up. Yeah. And another thing I should mention is obviously you were National Freshman of the Week, but you were also Ivy League Rookie of the Week and you were Ivy League Player of the Week. So like three awards there all within a matter of two days of each other. Let's go. Uh, did anybody, uh, I talked to you about this a little bit outside of the podcast, but talk about like who reached out to you to kind of like congratulate you. I mean, I'm sure your family members did, but did, you know, was anybody that kind of like hadn't talked to you in a while or anything like that or... Yeah, there's some, like, a lot of people from back home, like coaches that I haven't really talked to in a while who just said that they're proud of me and congratulations. So it was cool to see. Do they find that information out through Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> Love Twitter. Twitter, Instagram. Twitter, Twitter Instagram. Twitter. Facebook. What we about them all covered. We all. If you guys, our listeners, don't follow us on any of those platforms. You need to. You need to. After TikTok? the game. Yeah, I was just about to say. After the, <laughs> after the Harvard game, which was also our alumni weekend, which was – a decent turnout for us. Um, Coach G and I went to the reception for the alumni who was there. And um, alumni, sorry. And Hardy. They're both correct. Madison <laughs> Hardy texted me a video that they made. It wasn't a TikTok, but I posted on TikTok. Were you in it? No. Oh, I thought you were. I was at the post oh he, she's getting interviewed oh <laughs> yeah she's getting interviewed we but had to pull you out of the autograph line <laughs> yeah in they they sent us a nice fun sweet video which hopefully will continue into the season but you know i like the uh the post-game locker room videos always get a good reaction for from sure people because people don't see that and people know? also don't know like right people don't they don't know that's not anything that's like ever on camera yeah. or anything like that once people go in the locker room it's kind of yeah like i remember one of the biggest uh like reaction videos we got was when we beat Dartmouth in four overtimes. Yeah. Your your, G, your GA year. My GA year. And uh, yeah. we got video of like the locker room celebration where everybody's like banging on the lockers <laughs> and going crazy and like that got like a huge reaction. That was awesome. I yeah. forgot about that. We had that was the uh no that was next weekend's trip but yeah well that felt like that a long Instagram time video. That I don't know if that was it on Instagram. We probably did put it on Instagram. People love stuff like that. They do. All right, that leads us into this week, like we talked about before, at Brown and Yale. So now that we're on the road, I kind of want to ask a few road trip questions to, uh, you know, since that's like the theme of this podcast this week. So I know you're only a freshman at Columbia, but what is your, like, favorite part about these road trips that you've been on so far? Favorite part? doesn't have to be your favorite, but, you know, things that you like about the road trips. Um. I like how much time we have usually on these late game days. Like I could take a nap, um, have time to study scout, all that fun stuff. And um, yeah, pregame, yeah. the meals are always consistent. Consistent. So, <laughs> yeah. The hotel. Hotel's definitely, I mean, we stay in Marriott, so. We love a Marriott. Yeah. Great I'm starting meals. to see a theme, though, here. She talked about how she took a nap on the bus yesterday. She talks about. I love my nap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the secret, in case you're listening. Is there anything else that you do on the road that you might not do um, at home games just because we have – because some, some players actually enjoy being on the road because there's, one, less distraction, 
and two, it's the same routine every time, which it kind of is at home games, I guess. I like being on the road better too, to be honest. Um, I don't know. It feels like we have a like more downtime. Yeah. So it's a lot more chill. All right, Abby. Continuing with the road trip theme, talked about this a little bit before we started the podcast, but you said uh, you know everybody generally in row can speak to this has yep. different roommates on all these different road trips. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> so uh, who had that you've roomed with so far? would you say is like not your favorite roommate but just like a fun person to room with um i'd have to say my fellow freshman caitlin davis just because you know i live with her back home so it's kind of just like comfortable yeah I guess. you like almost feel like you're home yeah when you're on exactly. the road yeah not that you're uncomfortable around your yeah, other no, no. teammates but it's just feels yeah but like, it feels normal oh, it's a normal day yeah what yeah. do you guys do in the room when we get back from dinner do you watch tv do yeah, you. we usually just watch TV or listen to music and don't yeah. chat, chat, yeah. chit chat. When you're in the hotel, because this happens to me, like I have like, you watch TV shows that you don't normally watch. That happens to me. It's like hotel TV. It's like well, yeah, that's yeah. what I was getting at with yeah. the cable. Like yeah. I don't have cable. Okay. So when I watch TV in the hotel, I'm like, this is sort of nice. Yeah. yeah. Actually, me and Kyle were watching. Um, First 48 hours. The first 48. I love that. Is such such good hotel TV. Yeah, that is that is TV. (laughs) (laughs) Because you would like I would sometimes watch that like oh god because that show's been on for a while. Don't you watch something at night? I do. That's what that's what I was gonna get into. (laughs) And I didn't even put it on last night. Oh, you did. But my roommate Matt Herhall put it on. It's called Ridiculousness (laughs) on MTV. It's just I can see (laughs) Abby loving that. It basically just show like internet videos that they group together in categories and it's just funny yeah it's good it's like all the social media content you want in that category mm-hmm. within a half hour yeah it's yeah. like um a new version of america's home videos right? yeah yes yeah yes it's like a For like sure. today's version yeah of uh, America's Funniest Home Videos. So he put it on for you. I, I, he's like, I, I was sitting there on my That's laptop. Cute. <laughs> getting set. Yeah, we got softball starting today, too. Right, it was right. a women's basketball podcast. But we like to promote all of our sports. Of Quick course. plug for the softball team. Yeah. Uh, they play today at 11-4 and four down in Madeira Beach, Florida. They got five games this weekend. They're pick preseason number one. I so saw good for that. Them. I love it. Good for them. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about uh, your Twitter profile. You telling me a shrimp fried this race? <laughs> <laughs> That's probably my favorite saying. <laughs> the first time I is that your bio? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's amazing. Yeah, it's that's amazing. <laughs> the first time I like looked at her Twitter profile, I was like, I was like sitting in my house with my wife, and I like showed it to her, and yeah. I was like, this is hilarious. I love stuff like that. I yeah. love when people's Twitter <laughs> bios or Instagram bios are just like one line, one line. Says everything about you. Do right you have anything on your Instagram? Yeah, it says yes. It's shrimp did fry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that. I did not know that. Um, Screenshotting both of those and putting them together. We're going to put them side by side. (laughs) Wow. Rookie of the week, everyone. That's so embarrassing. Can you? Can you, can you? It's okay. Mine is wham, bam, here's my gram. So there's a lot of... I'll get on that level with you. How... Did you come up with those lines for your social media <laughs> oh, profiles? Actually, I didn't come up with it. Um, the you telling me a shrimp this rice? Can't say it without laughing. Yeah, I found that on Twitter one day, and I was like, "Wow, this is the best tweet I've ever heard in my life," <laughs> <laughs> and I live by it now. So, 
And then uh, did you then come up with the Instagram yeah. bio because of that? Yeah. I kind of, I was like, I need to change my Instagram bio. And I was like, you know, I need to match my Twitter. Yeah. So then you thought. Shrimp fried rice. So yeah. then you thought a shrimp did fry its rice. Yeah. Do you <laughs> do you love shrimp fried rice or is that just a? I mean, I don't hate it. Like I love. Are you fried? You like love fried rice? Is that your? Yeah. It's not like my dish, but dish. I'll eat it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's fair. What is your? What do you? Did you eat Asian food growing up? Yeah. What was your like? Sorry, Kyle. No. But we have Asian dads. Yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> let the. Uh, I'm gonna let this go. Why can't I think? You know those fat brown noodles, um, like um, chow fung. Oh, okay. It's a great yeah. dish. I don't, I like a lot of dishes, and like we get this um shrimp dish. It's like fried shrimp, basically. Okay. Yeah. There's a bunch of dishes. Don't there. look at me. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna. Want, no. um, I do not have an Asian dad. Did you um celebrate the Chinese New Year or anything? We wouldn't go like hard, but like we yeah. get the red envelopes and everything. Okay. Coach G and I this year went to, I'm not Chinese, I'm Filipino, but I went with her to get dim sum the Sunday after the Chinese New Year. So after we played away at Cornell, we went down to Lower East Side for dim sum. We should have brought you. <laughs> now that yeah. I think about it. But it was really good. Yeah, I haven't had dim sum in a while. That's good. good. You got to uh, find a spot in the city. I know. There's I one know. by me on the, in the 70s. I'm a fan of chow mei fun, which is mm. like thin rice noodles. You ever okay. get like you ever get that dish when you get Chinese food or anything? Mm. No, I'd recommend it. <laughs> I'll try it. Like yeah. Chicken chow mein because you said chow fun, yeah, which yeah. is like the like thick brown noodles. Yeah. But chow mein fun is like they're like super thin, like oh, okay. almost like thinner than spaghetti. Like I think noodles. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So one of the I know as soon as the podcast is over, you're gonna like you know you're already kind of packed up and ready to go to shoot around. The team normally does that the day of a game on the road. Mm-hmm. You'll like just depending on the time slot, row, You know all about this. Depending on the time slot, Logistics. that you guys that you guys get you go to shoot around. Um, so maybe just walk somebody who is listening to this podcast that hasn't been to a shoot around before. Like kind of what happens during your shoot arounds. Uh, whether they be at home or on the road, I don't know if they're really that different at home and on the road during during your pregame shoot around. Yeah, but they're pretty similar. It's um, we usually walk through a couple scout plays that we need to go over, and then um, that takes probably about like thirty minutes, maybe forty five, and then we just shoot like get as many shots up as we want. Now, this, so this is your first time like visiting all these different Ivy League schools. So like, or even I mean, visiting all these other Division One schools in non conference play. But what's been of the gyms you've been to so far, what's been like your favorite gym that you just got like a really good vibe in during shoot around that you felt comfortable shooting in that gym? Um, that's a good question. I'm trying to think of comfortable. Yeah, like just a gym where you were like, I, I like this gym. I like the feeling. Even though it was like kind of like a crazy gym that we were in, it's probably Vanderbilt. Even though it was like yeah. bright lights and stuff, it just felt like really cool to like shoot around. Yeah, and, like you felt comfortable yeah. shooting. Yeah, and in I like the nets. I know that sounds weird. No, but, like, I like how the that's nets. That's a total. Yeah, that yeah. that um gym slash trip was nice because we got to practice there too. Yeah, I think that helps. Like same with Buffalo. I know we didn't win at Buffalo, but it was a good game. Yeah, we Buffalo practiced at Buffalo. Yeah, a cool gym. Too. Good yeah. shoot around. Yeah, I like Buffaloes as well. Of the Ivy League schools that you've been to. So, where have we been to so far? Cornell, we've been to Princeton, we've been to Penn. Mm-hmm. Is that it? I think we've only played three. That's it. Yeah, because then this weekend we're at Brown and Yale, and the next weekend we're at Harvard-Dartmouth. So, maybe you might not know so far this question. <laughs> but uh, of those three other schools, like Cornell, Penn, and Princeton, I mean, you had a good game at the Palestra. 
do you ever feel like when you're when you're in shoot around and you had a good shoot around, like you feel like you're gonna play well that night, or does that really not weigh into how you think you're gonna play that night? Um, like deep down in my mind, I think so, but sometimes if I'm like, oh, I'm gonna make every shot, I'm gonna play good, it's like the opposite. So I don't like to think. About, I usually <laughs> yeah. jinx myself. So. And you're then not superstitious, are you? I am. Oh, you are. Bit, yeah. Okay. She's a she's uh. I crack my toes. Right. Yeah, I crack it. She does. <laughs> Has not listened to your first podcast. They're gonna think that that's. If you haven't listened to Abby Shoes' first podcast, you should probably pause it right here and go back and listen to that. And follow us on TikTok. Yeah. Um, The way you said that reminded me of the the guy who says, "I like turtles." (laughs) You don't talk about those. (laughs) (laughs) I crack my toes. Uh, so then going back to shoot around, uh, walk us through what happens at the end of shoot around at the end of every oh. yeah pregame shoot around. Um, it's our favorite part. It's the, we all shoot half court shots and whoever makes it, it's a winner, I guess. But describe the bragging rights. I mean, you guys have like two. Yeah. It's yeah. usually, um, bigs versus guards and, um, you know, the bigs get hype if one of the bigs make eight guards, vice versa. And it's just like a free-for-all. Like, everyone's just shooting, chucking half-court shots, and, like, there's balls flying everywhere, but it's a lot of fun. How many have you made this year of the of the pregame shoot-around half-court shots? two, I believe. Who's, uh, who's, uh, who's somebody that's, had, that's made, like, a multiple this year? Who's normally pretty good at it? Oh, there's a lot. Carly's good. Riley's yeah, good. Car. Um, I think C's probably made a couple. Sienna's definitely, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to lie. The bigs have won a bunch of times. Who's the big you got to look out for with the half-court <laughs> shots? I would say Hannah and Sienna. Yeah. Sometimes Cal say. gets in there, though. Cal does look yeah. <laughs> She made it last game, a I soccer, think. Soccer. Um, the double inbounds. overhand. Double overhead. Yeah. Yeah. Double hand. I'm always like, that's not. And then it goes. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> nice. I mean, also, I think uh, d- are some of the guards and forwards consider themselves wings, though, right? Like yeah. do the wing, wings get excited if one of the wings hit a half court shot or Yeah. Um me, Hardy and Jay, we have our own handshake. We go a little crazy. Point guards get a little jealous and but it's okay. <laughs> they just want to be part of our handshake, but one day. <laughs> I Last have one thing. Okay, you Sorry. go. You go. Sorry. You go. <clears throat> so I don't know if you've ever seen the GQ Essentials um YouTube videos. Have you seen those? No. Oh my god. Well this is my n- my new idea for us for videos is just to do that. But do you have any game day things like material things that you use or do on a game day? Um. Well, you know my coffee. Coffee. That's right. Crack my toes. <laughs> um. What else? Like, is there any like Markham choose a certain type of gum? Is there any? I don't think it doesn't really go past the. I mean, I I, I wear like a. Uh, no, I, I sometimes change up my spandex. I okay. guess it's just coffee and toast. <laughs> <laughs> coffee and toast. All that's, the your, that's, that's your that's uh, that's your next social media bio. <laughs> coffee and toast. Coffee and toast. Shout out. Shout out. So weird. Sounds like if anyone just tunes into the the bloopers of this, they're gonna be like, Abby, she's got some weird fetishes. <laughs> 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 Do we post the bloopers? Coffee and toast. <laughs> I think I'm keeping coffee and toes. Oh, I don't shit. think. 
think that's coming out. That guy went toes. Sophomore year, Twitter bio, <laughs> coffee and toes. All right. Yeah. Last maybe. thing. I am bringing it back to basketball. Okay, sorry. Uh, yeah, obviously, don't want to overlook tonight's game. It's a very important game. But I do want to talk about the Yale game a little bit. Can you just, like, remember from the Yale game – uh, I think it was rebounding was one of the things that mm-hmm. really hurt us in the Yale game. Yale's got, like, a bigger team, but we've out-rebounded teams that have been bigger than us. So, like, what's something that you think, like, one thing or two things that the team really has to do well in order to be successful against Yale on Saturday? Um, knowing personnel is a big thing. I think last game we got a little carried away and let some threes we shot in our face. But, you know, we're more locked in than we were last time, and I think we're ready. I think so. I think it's going to be a good weekend. It's going to be a great weekend. Ro, you got something? You look like you're going to say something. I was. I was going to ask if it's easier to play. I guess this is the first time that we're playing a team other than Cornell the second round, right? Yeah. Yeah. So looking at personnel, is it easier for you to be like, oh, yeah, I remember this specific play where this girl hit a three. She's a shooter. We didn't, like, run out and guard her the right way. Yeah, I think it's – Especially the coaches did a good job um, having us adjust how we play, like specifically to this team and like any team that we play twice. So it just makes it a lot easier in the game, like how we're closing out, how we're defending. Mm -hmm. All right. I think that about wraps it up. Abby, really appreciate you coming on this week. No problem. Um, The like we talked about, the women's basketball team is on the road this weekend tonight against Brown on ESPN Plus at 6 p.m. And then tomorrow night at, or tomorrow afternoon at 4. It's really weird to say tomorrow afternoon for an Ivy League weekend. But tomorrow afternoon at Yale at 4 p.m. And then if you're looking for the Columbia men's basketball team, they are at home this weekend against Brown and Yale uh, tonight at 7 p.m. against Brown on ESPN Plus. And then Saturday night also at 7 p.m. That game will be live on SNY. So once again, for my co-host Megan Rojas, I'm Kyle Matrician. Uh, Thank you for listening to the Columbia Women's Basketball Podcast on the road this weekend. And we will talk to you again next week.